Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Influence on your money with Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Influence. I'm Michelle Martin. If you are a wine lover, you're probably familiar with the name Frescobaldi, which embodies the essence of Tuscany through its nine wine estates. This month here in Singapore, Frescobaldi is going to be partnering with Wine Portal and they're going to be bringing a renewed presence here in Singapore. Today, we're lucky to have joining us a member of the 30th generation of the Frescobaldi family to tell us more about the significance of this new partnership and how Frescobaldi is using technology to engage with the wine-loving community all over the world. Stefano Benini, welcome to Influence. Wonderful to get to know you. Thank you very much, Michelle. It's a pleasure to be with you today uh, and an honor. Well, tell us a little bit about why you are here in Asia. Well, first of all, uh, for us, Asia is such a potential incredible uh, market. And we haven't been uh, traveling, as you well know, Uh, because of the pandemic, uh, pretty much for the last uh, two and a half, three years in this part of the world. So it is absolutely necessary that we come back and check a little bit on the major market that we did develop over time and to see what are really the new trends, if they are so, and check out on, on the consumption of wine, which is still in this side of the world, probably a small uh, percentage overall of the beverage and alcohol in general, but for us, a significant percentage. So we are very interested in what's going on. Help us understand what you've uncovered so far in terms of trends. What is Asia drinking? Well, Asia certainly drinks uh, all kinds of alcohol, for sure, beer. And some spirits are the most significant uh, alcohol beverage that you normally see around and consume. Uh, Just to give you an idea, Year 2000, probably Asia was representing 5%, not more than the consumption of wine. Uh, Just before pandemic, that percentage grew over 10%, I think has reached in some moments uh, close to 11, 12%. And China was uh, the major, uh, let's say, shareholder of that percentage. But today it's difficult to catch on the new new statistic, to be honest with you. Uh, We will get these statistics very soon. But certainly the fact that this side of the world drinks uh, over 10% of the entire production, it's very interesting for us. Wow. So a significant market for you. Help us understand, um, help educate our palates. I know you're here in Singapore and you will lead a masterclass. So if you can give us a little taste when it comes to pairing, wine pairing, what should we keep front of mind? Wine pairing is uh, certainly an important aspect of the consumption of wine. Uh, I would say uh, has become uh, a trend to f- you know, to focus and I wouldn't say to stress, but to 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 point out the importance of the consumption of wine together with food. Uh, I come from a country, you know, in the Mediterranean, which is Italy, where food and wine uh, always uh, were consumed uh, together. So for us, uh, there was not really. Uh, it's not that it's not any special of drink wine. It was just part of the of what we found at the table together with the bread and maybe some pasta or some, some meat. So I think the challenge is really to showcase and introduce our lifestyle to a different part of the world and to have wine to become uh, like an aliment, but a really special one, um, and to be able to to enjoy the emotion of drinking wine with great food. 
I like the relaxed attitude towards wine pairing. It's just part of life in Italy. Uh, do you find it a challenge when you are um, maybe consuming Asian food to think of what would go with what? Or is it just as natural when it comes to wine pairing and Asian food? Is it slightly more complex? Well, uh, I have to say we are being a little bit a pioneer to some extent. I still remember uh, uh, for the millennium, the year 2000, we did organize uh, a huge event in one of our estates, which is Nipozzano. Uh, where we did challenge ourselves to pair our wines, uh, all from Tuscany, with uh, so-called international cuisine. So we had four chefs coming from around the world. One was Italian, of course, because we are, we believe we still our cuisine is quite significant, but we had a, a chef from Japan, which did a fantastic job, a chef from Germany and a chef for the U.S. And the challenge was really to put our wine and showcase that they could be world-class and they can be paired with any type of cuisine. Fantastic. Well, um, t- talk to us then about being here in Singapore. I understand that you know, there's a tie-up, a partnership between Fresco Baldi and Wine Portal. What is the significance of this partnership? Uh, we met with the owner of Wine Portal about a year ago, Suhu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say it was kind of love at first sight because his enthusiasm for the business uh, just uh, struck us uh, quite a bit. Uh, and we were in need to, after all this period of uh, shutdowns, etc., and challenges, to, to re-give some energy to the presence uh, of our wine in this market. And I think his strategy of promoting wine through uh, the entree, the, the hospitality in this, uh, in this city is just terrific. Uh, there is a new set uh, of people, part of his organization, which are educated sommeliers, which they know incredibly well about the world of wine. And they are capable to offer a terrific emotion the moment you consume wine together with food or just casually as a drink or as an aperitif. So we were really intrigued by this opportunity. So our listeners can go out there and they can sample and experience some of these experiences. What are the new offerings from Frescobaldi that wine lovers need to know about? Uh, we released just recently, last September, uh, a new product from uh, from a property that we just developed in a couple of years, in a small appellation, very traditional appellation in the Toscan scenario that is called Nobile di Montepulciano. Uh, as you know, our system uh, in in Italy defining areas, um, it's uh, it's the traditional way of the old world to promote uh, wine region or wine district uh, wines which are coming from specific terroir and wine with a lot of authenticity. Um, We felt that in our portfolio of Tuscany, it was missing this appellation, Nobile. We were present in in several districts of Chianti. We are in Montalcino, Maremma, Bulgari. And Nobile di Montepulciano was, even if it's a small wine region, it's very prestigious, and it's a terrific product that we would like to introduce very soon in this market. Sounds exciting. Now, speaking of new markets, you come from a family that's been producing wine in Tuscany for 700 years, beginning early 1300s. But I hear that you're using VR these days. How exactly are you using technology and virtual reality in particular to engage with the wine community around the world? Well, um, it's a try to escape from being considered you know, dinosaurs, because as you can imagine, we are offering a product that is super traditional. A wine has been, you know, part of the European culture since the Greeks and even before. 
So non-necessary wine is um, a high technology product. Uh, however, to be able to survive in these days, we need to be innovative at every level, innovative uh, in the vineyard side, which is the first uh, most important element for produce quality wine. We have to be innovative in the cellar. We need to be also innovative in the way we present products. Um, we are strong believer that our products need to send an emotion, uh, this sense uh, of identity of the territory from where the wine come from. And because of uh, what has happened uh, during uh, the pandemic, that we couldn't really travel to places to explain our philosophy, or even people could not travel to us because we have this beautiful estate uh, from, from Tuscany that we, we like to showcase to our clients, uh, to our trade partners, etc. So the fact that we were not able to, to travel uh, has uh, led us to, to find alternative ways. And so we, we decided to, to use technology, uh, and particularly an object, which is the Oculus, that allows people to be anywhere in the world uh, and in pretty much enjoy a view of our properties, having the possibility to fly over the vineyards because we created a, a video with a drone. So people, in, fa in fact, enjoy with the same uh, feeling of being in Tuscany. And, and so with this Oculus, so we were somehow trying to be more innovative. Wonderful. So um, people in Singapore can try it out at your private events. Is that how this Oculus VR thing works? Absolutely. All right. Yes, Wonderful. we will have those available. Uh, and it's a little bit of an extra sense of emotion about, uh, you know, promoting our wines, which I think uh, it doesn't hurt in these days. So speaking of technology, share with us your future plans for Frescobaldi. What's the next big project? Those are usually a little bit of secret. However, However, being a company that started from, uh, from just a few property, uh, most uh, around Florence, um, our goal is really to be a prominent producer in the Toscan, uh, in the Toscan winemaking scenario. Uh, but we are looking also to see opportunity, seek opportunity outside the region of Toscan. Uh, why not even outside Italy? We are working you know, on a few ideas. Uh, but uh, for the time being, we haven't really found... Uh, yet uh, what suits 100% for us, where we're still out there looking for opportunities, absolutely. So, But still looking for regions within Italy, is that uh, fair to say? Not necessary, maybe also somewhere overseas, we'll see. Oh, I have to be a journalist and just try yeah. to figure it out. And just let me ask you, is, how does climate change impact the decisions you make? You know, As a winemaker, do you look carefully at these decisions when you're looking at new areas to produce? Um, looking at Tuscany, just for your information, we have stations in each state um, where we collect data about the weather. And, and I have to say that over the last 20 years, certainly there are significant data where the weather has been kind of extreme in some situations. So we have to face, uh, honestly, some challenges. Uh, we are, in, in fact, taking some... Uh, pretty interesting uh, and hard decision on how to, to fix a few things. Uh, we are still in a very safe position. Um, we were born as a pretty much an agriculture company that had land uh, quite high in altitude in general. As we say in the Italian, in the Italian system, we are an agriculture mountain. So we had uh, the majority of our land quite high. So we are in a safe position, so to speak. But certainly we're facing some, some tough challenges uh, with extreme uh, weather situation. You're right. 
All right. Well, we look forward to finding out more about the plans of Fresco Baldi as they unfold and experiencing it here in Singapore as well, your wines in time to come. Stefano Benini is VP and Export Head of Fresco Baldi. Enjoy your time here in Singapore and thank you for being with us. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's been a pleasure having the time to explain about our product and I really look forward to, to come back here into Singapore and maybe to have you guys over. Oh, thank you. It's it's hard to talk about wine without having some. So we look forward to a sampling next time. This is Money FM 89.3. I'm Michelle Martin. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.